And I, for one, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Who? Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gentleman Overlords. I'm Andrew. I'm Max. I'm Robert. And this is Gentleman Overlords at night. Were we supposed to join in to that one? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, didn't you get the... Hey, uh, I wanted to hey Macarena. Ah, nice. From everybody. Um, yeah, we're this is a late night recording. Usually, I'm gonna a little BTS. This episode's coming out tomorrow, and usually this episode's up at this point. So, um, uh, if you're if you're one of these East Coast people who's like, "Where's my episode?" Refreshing the app over and over. Yeah, like, where the fuck are these guys? Yeah, where are my boys? It's coming, okay. And I don't know why I'm telling you now because you it's the next morning. You have it. You're hearing it. You're hearing it. Um. Anyways, let's talk about some movies we've seen we've seen don't you forget about me look my way girl something (laughs) breakfast movies we've seen robert what have you seen Please, couple movies I've seen, um, because hey, more even more BTS. We we backlogged an app in December, so we could have a little buffer, which means our our movie reserves overfloweth. Uh, but I will just highlight a couple, and then hey, maybe I'll be sneaky, talk about a couple in future episodes. What the Who heck? knows? Huh? Um, that's just for you, listeners. I wouldn't. I'm doing this against the the guys' wishes, but. <sighs> Um, I'm so mad. I watched the Bansy, the Banshees of Inishirin. I watched it too. Um, I liked it. It had a kind of a play like quality, although I don't believe it's a play. I think it's an original. I think it's original IP. Um, Hope to ride the ride at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's obviously very obviously very i mean I, I guess not it's 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 dark humor um but it's and it's on a beautiful island where people are making each other miserable <laughs> and um some great performances and i enjoyed it i don't think i'm quite on the high that some folks are for it but i hope that's not a bad thing and um mm-hmm. and if you're upset about my opinion please don't cut your digits off because oh. that would suck <laughs> yeah that movie got darker than i was expecting uh, if you like that one, you should check out In Bruges if you haven't seen it before. I do think I I was talking with Jamie afterwards, and I was like, I believe that of that director's works, In Bruges is still my favorite of his. But I also uh, and all and also Colin Farrell and uh, uh, Brendan Gleeson. Brendan yeah. Gleeson, thank you so yeah. much. Did you know that Brendan Gleeson is the father of Dom? Dom, Dom Gleeson? Gleeson. I did know that. Yes. I I didn't. Uh, maybe I realized that at one point in my life, but uh, forgot it, and then uh, remembered it again, or I looked it up. Colonel Hux himself. It's it's crazy. And uh, if you like those movies, I've got also got a Colin Farrell movie for you to watch. Uh, little movie where he maybe eats a little breakfast, lunch, and fucking dinner. That uh, Daredevil. <laughs> uh, look at uh, mm, don't look it up. Hmm. It's Colin Farrell's sex tape. Okay. 
up. Oh. oh my goodness! But I could have a Indiana impression. Um. Okay, so I saw that. Uh, I also watched Ernest Saves Christmas. Classic. Uh, the last ten minutes of that movie has so much screaming in it. <laughs> it's it's mostly Ernest out of control on the sleigh, flying around in the sky, just screaming over and over. It's it's uh it's a lot, even for an Ernest fan. <laughs> what is um, the um in? I just watched the Cape Fear episode of The Simpsons. What is the Ernest movie that they're watching? Uh, it's like a fake one. It's like, yeah, I, I, I don't know what it is, but it wouldn't be that much more ridiculous than like goes to Africa or goes to jail, which he does canonically. Um, You'd have to look it up. I will. Uh, maybe you can maybe you can do that while I talk about the next movie I saw, which was. Um, let's see, it wasn't I wasn't in Strawberry Fields when I saw it, but it was Glass Onion. Mm. Uh, I don't know if either of you guys have seen it, but I, I have. I have, I have not. It. I watched it. I will say because I it's a very new movie and everyone and their brothers watching it, but I don't want to spoil anything uh, that I, I enjoyed it, but I don't think it is superior to the first one for different reasons. Um, and I would still like to see other uh, Ryan Johnson, Benoit Blanc capers, but this one did not hit for me quite the same way did you say benoit blanc or did you say the detective benoit the detective blanc? benoit blanc uh he couldn't figure out how to make a better movie than the first <laughs> <laughs> and i assume he directed and made it um i would like to read this letterboxed review of glass onion which is the biggest mystery to hit the greek islands since sophie sheridan invited her three potential fathers to her wedding and what <laughs> mama mia Come oh, on. We're all familiar of course. With that. Um, um, the uh, the Ernest movie, by the way, in Cape Fear is Ernest goes somewhere cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember now what like the dialogue out coming out of the TV is because that's that's always a great thing when like the gag is just like only the audio of yeah. the show. Um, I will finish it up and say that the last movie I watched of the year 2022 was The Lord of the Rings: The Fellowship of the Ring. Wow, had old. Peter Jackson burping carrot into my fucking face right before the ball dropped. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Love it. Uh, I always notice new little things every single time. Don't ask me what things I noticed this time. Um, but it was very enjoyable. And um, I believe I started 2022 with Return of the King. So perfect. That might be my tradition now. Uh, so th that's what I've seen for movies. Max, what about you? If, if you're starting the year, you better start it soon. You just got a new year. Um, okay, I'll go down. I'll go a little faster. Uh, I'll start my bullet list with Bullet Train. Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, I thought it was not that great. Uh, there were some fun action bits to it, but um, despite having a, a ton of actors, like it's strange that they tried to set this one in Japan and seemed to atten intentionally avoid Japanese people being in it. There's like maybe two or something out Wait, of, really? cast of 12 or 13 or something. Yeah. Huh. It's, it's a huge cast and the majority of them are, um, white. Are, they're, 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 white. they're not necessarily white, but they are, are definitely non-Japanese. Uh, it's an international group, but, um, it also seems to like play on, uh, outdated Japanese stereotypes of like neon lights and, and like crazy mascots and stuff like that. Everything's um, a bullet train. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, and there are some weird, weird just bits of the action. Some some strange stuff that that happens where it's like that. This doesn't make any sense. Why would you do it this way? Anyways, mm. uh, check it out if you want to. Um, <laughs> okay, but I I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. Uh, I also watched Pinocchio, the the non Tom Hanks one, the Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo, one. thank you. Okay, yeah, uh, and I like that one a lot. It's it's weird. Not exactly what I was expecting, but um, I thought it was a great little stop motion thing with some Ewan McGregor singing some songs. Um, Hello there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, that that one I would give a recommendation. I also rewatched Encino Man. Oh, uh, yeah. Which holds up surprisingly well. Yeah, and it does. Pa- Polly Shore is fucking fantastic. He's pretty Ooh, good in it. It's, great, it really it really threads the needle. It's It's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah he he cracks me up i don't know um and surprisingly i would say surprisingly little it's just like this just doesn't fly anymore some of it where it's like this could be done a lot better but um i mean yeah but, that caveman show never got off the ground so clearly <laughs> time has uh, passed it does have an ending that's kind of similar to uh super mario brothers where it's like yeah they they definitely seem like they were set princess peach shows up that, yeah with the guns <laughs> Guns blazing. Uh, some super scope or whatever she was holding. Yeah. I also watched an old movie called Christmas in Connecticut. It's like a uh, black and white movie. I watched that too. Oh, cute. Yeah. It was all right. Yeah, it was all right. I guess I don't need to say any more about it. Where was all the color? <laughs> it, it's like a, a lady who kind of gets called out. She's writing a article in the paper about her husband how she like cooks food for her husband and it turns out okay, that she's I'm like in connecticut and she's actually living in new york she's single and all this stuff so like oh but then it goes oh, weird I'm there's like fuming yeah. now yeah exactly uh and then i also watched night before christmas which is a Vanessa nightmare nightmare. (laughs) I wish that's what I watched, but instead I watched the whole thing of night before Christmas where a knight gets sent forward in time to Vanessa Hudgens house. And she, she has like a mansion, but she's a teacher in Ohio. And so it's like instantly unbelievable, but um, a little goes a long way in Ohio. (laughs) It's uh, yeah. I mean, if you're looking for Christmas fluff, there's probably better stuff than that, but uh, it's crazy. The, there's the the guy's name is like he's a knight. His name is Cole, but he makes everyone call him Sir Cole. But it always sounds like he's saying Circle, and he also calls this lady an old crone over and over again in a way that made me very uncomfortable. Uh, I watched Glass Onion as well and uh, came down similar to Robert. Uh, Might have liked it a little bit less than you, Robert. Uh, I don't think it measured up to the first one, but it wasn't completely terrible. Uh, but I, I do think it missed the mark. Mm. Uh, and that's all that I'm going to talk about. Uh, how about you, Andrew? Uh, I watched Black Adam and uh, I texted you guys about it. I think it is uh, quite. You said I think your quote was the power balance of the DCEU <laughs> has now changed. Has, has, now shi- has now shifted. I was, shifted. I was shifted. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Um. It was, I think, and I still think I stand by this, I think it's worse than Morbius. Um, Morbius to me is boring. This is a bad movie that it is, it's so funny because, and the, you know, the power balance is shifting the DCU, whatever. This is also 
kind of killed the DCEU. So, like, this is, like, the last film of, like, that uh, era. And um, it sucks. It's really bad. I don't know what else to say. I Like, I love The Rock. But I was watching this, and he's he's all things in this movie. And, like, there's no point where it even seems like he has a weakness. And so, like... I'm watching this and I'm just like, this is a fucking ego jerk off for The Rock. Like he, I was gonna say, I feel like, I mean, not that they would show that in the trailers a ton, but like nothing made it look like off. anything was a, a threat to him. <laughs> and it's not like he, he the only thing that's a, that is a uh, a thing to him is that much like Shazam, he has to say Shazam in order to get depowered, and he does it on purpose, so he only defeats himself. So it's just like it, yeah, it's it sucks, hmm. and like I. Was just like watching this, and I was like, maybe this is why Vin Diesel hates him, because like this is just like I should be, I should be so strong, like the, the no, like which is crazy because I don't, I feel like Vin Diesel sort of has that vibe too, like isn't yeah. that the rumor like he can't lose a fight and shit like that? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I, they all have that though. So for like Vin Diesel to be like this guy, fucking yeah. crazy. <laughs> this, this is, <laughs> I am Groot. Um, it's yeah, it it sucks. I I really wanted to like at least have fun watching it, and they at different times try to make it fun or make you believe that you're having fun, and it's just it's a slog. It's it's too much. Damn. Um, I also watched the first Top Gun for the first time. Wow. What do you think? Uh, it's okay. I think like <clears throat> I didn't. I don't get like, and it may be one of those movies that because I haven't watched since I was now. Um. I don't have like a, a deep attachment to it. So like it, you know, there's parts of it that are pretty corny and there's a lot of actors in it who are like bad. Um, Did you notice uh, Tim Robbins in it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like barely, I, like at the end I was like, Oh, there was to, cause I, you see his name in the credits and I was like, Oh, Tim Robbins is in this. And then you don't see him for the whole movie except like I saw his face and then I was like, Oh right. He's in this. I forgot. Yeah, I, I fucking at the very end they're like celebrating. Yeah, I had to, like free frame and rewind. I was like, wait a second, did I fucking see Tim Robbins? What the hell was that? Yeah, it's just they they have his name in the opening credits. So I was like, kind of, I remembered he was in it for a little bit, but then he just doesn't do anything until the end, where I was like, oh yeah, there he is. He's in this. Yeah, it's one that I wasn't nostalgic for because I didn't watch it when I was a kid. But when I did see it, it was like, oh, I like this. But it wasn't like it didn't blow me away. Yeah, I saw the I saw the appeal, but it wasn't I wasn't like, oh, my God, this is like a classic. I wish I had seen this since I was a kid. It's like, all right, Um, which is why I think it's Maverick is also a such a great legacy sequel because it just does everything much better and builds off that story in a a way I sure. find very satisfying. Sure. So um, the other movie I saw was Top Gun Maverick, which I thought <laughs> fucking rocked. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so here's what I'll say though. Uh, when the movie becomes the next time you fly the plane portion of the movie, <laughs> it is, it, it feels like a completely different movie for like 20 minutes. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I think that's pretty spicy though. I like that. Cause that there's nothing I, like that in the first okay, one. So I, really I like liked that. it. I'm not, yeah. I'm not disputing whether it's good or not. I'm sure, just sure, saying sure. it's just like, it's a hyper series. It's another fucking like, okay. So the, the, the one critique I'll give it is that it is another fucking ego jerk off for Tom Cruise because if spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen Top Gun Maverick, skip ahead he's, like 30 seconds. That Maverick is the best. Maverick is the best. And to the point where he's supposed to be the teacher for these kids. And 
he just ends up doing the mission himself. Puts on the infinity glove. He goes, I'll do it <laughs> I'll myself. I'll do it myself. <laughs> yeah. It's what well, I was just like, what, what the fuck? Like, I and, mean, that's, I mean, and then another mild spoiler alert. That is a great scene where like at some point he appears on like a screen and someone's like, who the hell is that? It's like, you know who it is you don't even have to ask you know who that is my man Um, tc and like also like a very like exciting movie for like the most of the movie is a trait is just training yeah and then like the actual final conclusion is so satisfying and stuff i it's it's great i think yeah i think it was i think it's great i think it like the action in it's awesome everybody's really good in it it's interesting that so much of the promotional material is like this is Goose's son, and you know what's Tom Cruise's relationship to Goose's son, and Goose's son just gets kind of nerfed, like for the most of the movie. Like he doesn't really have a lot to do until the end, and then similarly, um, who's the guy who played? Uh, was it uh, not Icebox, but the Hangman? Uh, Hangman, yeah, <laughs> Hangman, yeah. Hangman is um, great, especially his helmet, who's missing like the letters for yeah. Hangman. But he's got the perfect Val Kilmerish sort of like. He's a he's a motherfucker, mm-hmm. and he's I love his face, and he's great. He's it's great. interesting. He plays the role perfectly. I heard that that was a role that they had to like write for him because he was so good. Because he was originally uh, tasked to play uh, Goose's son, Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, Tom Cruise. <laughs> he was gonna be. He was, he was actually in Jennifer Connelly's role, and they were like, yeah. "You're too hot." Oh we boy, and she was Jennifer Connelly. Mama Mia, <laughs> she looked. <laughs> She looked good. I mean, in this. Re- I mean, respectfully. But yes, respectfully, also, but also Mama Mia. And it's sort of the it's sort of hinted at that in the first movie they're sitting around in the bar with Meg Ryan and they're like she's like oh this guy has you know is what who is who's this girl is this one of the other general's daughters you got in trouble with and the illusion is that that is one of the women he was with at the time yeah. that was like a daughter of a general and he pissed him off so I I like that little connection even though it wasn't the the original woman yeah I think it was the the thing I was kind of hoping or wishing for was like when they were describing that I was like I almost kind of wish there was a top gun two and this was three where we had seen her because there was a lot of like him con- reconnecting with her daughter and like you know just like oh remember with this thing and it's like she's like remember what you did in top gun two and he's like no I, I we didn't make it <laughs> yeah yeah so overall i thought the movie was really fun and good and yeah. stupid in good places in the way that like uh, a movie like that should be stupid but yeah i thought it was i thought it was very fun um anyways let's talk about some tv shows we've seen tv shows we've seen why they got so quiet <laughs> we've seen huh i can hear fine uh okay robert go ahead what movie tv show you seen i think the only tv i've really seen and i I, we still have a couple episodes to finish it off is um 1899 which as of this record canceled Canceled. after one season so i've been uh well i don't want to say too much but what i've been told is that it feels like everything leading up to the ending it it feels like it's going to be like a, a different show the way it's leading into the the end and going to the new season and uh now we'll never know so uh, that's disappointing. I, I think I'm still going to finish it, but it's definitely deflating, especially since I've not watched Dark. and I've had a lot of recommendations to do so. Uh, similar or same creators. Um, similar creators, just people that are like <laughs> the creators of the other show. Um, and uh, so, I, so I am excited to watch that. But it's like you have a successful show on Netflix. It was three seasons. It got it all done. Everyone loved it, like very acclaimed. And then like they're like... Pff, we're going to release this next to Wednesday and uh, 
well, just just not being memed enough. So bye bye. It's it's just really a bummer. So that's what I've seen, and I hope to uh, elucidate you all with the finale at some point. <laughs> Max, what about you? It. I, I want to say a couple things about eighteen ninety nine. I suppose that was mine. First of all, watch <laughs> watch dark. I think it is better, although it does have a lot of repetition. Will you hear the same people say the same shit over and over again? You're like, okay, you fucking covered this. I get it. Everything's I'm on a, a loop, podcast. Whatever. I get it. I mean, <laughs> uh, but yeah, they keep they keep going over the same thing. Uh, this one, eighteen ninety nine, felt more like. Um, they just kept opening things up. They didn't want to explain anything. They just kept like, okay, this is crazy. It was, it was crazy. absolutely a show that was like, we're going to get all to all of these strands in a couple in future seasons. So and it just, it just felt like lost where it's like oh, mm. polar bears. Yeah. Oh, and spoke monsters. And oh, yeah, we're eventually going to explain it. Just kidding. We're not. I mean, all that know, sounds dumb. I don't know what that is. But. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the, the stuff that I've watched, I watched Willow. Or I'm I'm watching Willow. I guess hasn't finished yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, each episode, I get a little less interested in it. Uh, I feel like they're really going. It's it's weird what they're trying to go for. I think it's like this um, a modern fantasy, I guess, where everyone's talking as if they were like just chatting on Instagram, but they're in the fantasy setting, and uh, it like. Uh, it gets a little tiring. They also aren't very clever with their setup. So like everyone just always ends up in a room with two people. They're like, okay, well, we're going to split up the two of us go here, two of us go here. And they're supposed to be doing something that's like deftly important. Deftly is not the right word, like vastly important. Mm-hmm. And so they go to this room and they just have a conversation about how like, they don't understand each other or like, Oh, I had a bad history growing up all this, you know? Um, and and also, they do not know how to film. This is just a Disney Plus problem. They do not know how to film a scene at night, and yet they want to do it all the fucking time. And they film scenes in the at night, in the rainstorm, in the mud, and just like, hey, what's that? And so I'm watching. I'm like, I don't know what that fucking is. Like, <laughs> you, you tell know, me. Like, I, you you tell, tell yeah. I tell us, know. viewer. You have, to, you have to say this because you haven't shown it on TV. Everything is just like two shades of gray that that like are very similar and i'm not seeing it add 48 to those <laughs> uh but anyway sorry I, not for i not for disney sorry not for disney yeah that's uh that's stars with your stars subscription you can get 48 more shades of gray <laughs> uh maybe i should upgrade um i've also i also finished off season one of severance i like that one quite a bit uh it's interesting that's one where they also d- seem to open up more than they close down sometimes yes, but are but... getting a second season whereas yeah <laughs> yeah because they did a good job with it yeah, i need to finish uh, it too so no no spoilies but i'm i'm enjoying okay, that yeah yeah in the last uh episode when they all just kind of <laughs> uh-huh um i also watched the ending of Shit's creek i thought that was a little bit disappointing of an ending um i i liked it i liked um the characters and everything throughout but the ending seemed to kind of like throw away the rest of the season where a lot of the characters just ended up where they started. Mm. And I was like, I thought this was kind of like an arc, but everyone just ended up where they were. And that's supposed to be a victory rather. They hadn't learned anything. They just kind of went back to their old ways, but uh, whatever. Uh, And then let's see. Okay. Two more murderville who killed Santa. I don't know. No, I don't think we talked about this before. I don't think so. No, but I know what you're talking about. The it's like the holiday special version of Murderville. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So like Will Arnett uh, brings in uh, 
uh, Jason Bateman, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Maya Rudolph as like training detectives. Uh, there's a script set up, but Maya Rudolph uh, and uh, Jason Bateman don't have a script. So they're kind of like uh, going off the cuff and doing improv and stuff. And I would say Jason Bateman is especially good at it. Some of his lines are so fucking funny. And then, um, yeah, Will Arnett does a great job of just jumping into it and having fun with it. He's and, he's so it's so fun to watch that because he's he's just having such a hard time keeping a straight face because he's reacting <laughs> off of everybody else. And so like mm-hmm. he's you know like Jason Bateman especially just makes him laugh and so he's having a hard time staying in character not just like busting up Mm -hmm. there i don't always like um ad-lib stuff but i i thought this one was pretty fun yeah and i may give the uh actual show not just the um the christmas oh you haven't seen the the actual show show. yet i haven't seen any of it no um just watched it because it was christmas time uh, and then the last one I watched was Dance Monsters, half an episode. I say avoid it at all costs. It's Whoa. like one of the worst fucking ideas I've ever heard of and very poorly executed. Uh, but it's a dance show where all the dancers are just in mocap suits. And so they're represented on stage by avatars of like uh, one is a, a marshmallow person. One's made out of candy. One's like there are a bunch of furry animals there's one shark guy and stuff and so they just do dance routines and then they're judged by neo some instagram star and some dancer from uh from england or something like that and there's just no reason for them to have this judge like the american idol judge set up Mm -hmm. and they bring on a bunch of people who are like tired of being judged for who they are like for as like maybe it's a body thing or they just don't have confidence in the in it's themselves. like here's my skill without like the visual and like you can just like or without looking at me and you can judge it based on that but they yeah. are still being judged they're still being harshly judged and a lot of times like they'll they'll say that one nice thing to them and then they'll they'll tear them down and in one case so like these people were crying even before they got on by the way when you're watching uh, a mocap monster try and portray someone crying it doesn't work it's just like absolutely fucking terrible to hear these people crying and just see this like goofy teddy bear bouncing around <laughs> no. and like, it really felt bad but then they get on there and the judge says to this person uh you were cute by the way it's a fucking monster it's an avatar you were cute means absolutely nothing and then i could tell that you were losing steam by the end of it which is like this person who's already body conscious is now then being essentially body shamed, even when mo capped. And I, at that point, turned it off. I was like, I can't handle any more of this. Wow. Avoid dance monsters. <laughs> I think it's terrible. All right. Uh, but that's that's what I've seen. Andrew, how about you? I watched uh, Murderville. We watched all the episodes of Murderville um, in quick succession. And I thought the... Uh, Especially the Conan O'Brien and the Marshawn Lynch episodes, I think, are super funny. Um, Conan is very willing to just make a complete idiot of himself, um, and Marshawn Lynch is, I, I think, like because he's a football player, I just never knew how like silly he is, and like he's just totally game with everything that comes up. He like there's there's no like weird ego about anything he's doing, so it was fun to see see that. 
Um, so I thought it was fun. I like ad lib stuff, so I I enjoyed it quite a bit. I can like it. It just there are there are times where I'm like, I wish this was scripted. I think yeah. you guys could have sure. come up with a lot better line if you had given it ten more seconds, tried it a couple more times. Yeah, but but sometimes you get that gold. And so I think trimming it down to the gold is is the important part. Right. And yeah, Marshawn Lynch does show up in the Christmas episode. Yeah, he does. Pretty funny. Um, the other thing I watched is uh, my wife and I uh, started watching Baking It, which is the a cooking show that's on uh, Peacock, and I think it's also on NBC. And the judges are Maya Rudolph and Amy Poehler, and they also have a group of grandmas who are the like final judges, and. The grandma gimmick is excellent. They're so sweet. They always like, oh. you know, they have like really like they obviously like they're they're having to like, you know, judge these concoctions and stuff. So they have a lot of critiques about taste and technique, but they're also sweet grandmas. So like at the end when like somebody gets eliminated, they have like the nicest things to say to these people. And it like makes me fucking cry every time because they're just so like, I just want you to know how good you were and. This has no reflection on your character because you're such a good person. And it's just like, oh, my fucking God. Ah. So I love it. I think it's so cute. I don't think it's like uh, an enormous amount of episodes. But if you like, you know, the baking shows and things like that. What is that on? Uh, it's on NBC and Peacock. Okay. Um, so check it out if that's your thing. I thought it was very fun. So anyways, let's get going talking about the movie we watched for this week on Disney Plus, the uh, critical bomb, or not critical bomb, a box office bomb, Strange World. Strange World by the Beach Boys, probably during their uh, time where I think one of them was like a fucking weird trump supporter or something but uh strange world on disney plus with jake gyllenhaal and the not crazy quaid and uh gabrielle union and lucy Liu. um so this movie came out in theaters in november promptly bombed um and so then they threw it on disney plus almost as fast as they could it was on disney plus in like a month or less um what did you guys think of Strange World? Strange World on Disney Plus. Uh, I think it was looked fine. I didn't love the character design, uh, and I pretty quickly guessed the twist of the movie after a certain point. Um, it's just a shame it was not. I was really hoping for a lot more, so it, it was it was a bit disappointing. What about you, Max? I liked it. I thought it was fun. Uh, I didn't mind the character design uh, beyond the fact that it just seems like the cookie cutter Disney design. Um, it, like, I I thought the the characters looked all right for the for the most part. Like, other than the fact that it looked like it's just a filter that's put on, right? Like, mm. just make this look like a Pixar knockoff kind of thing. Um, they they weren't too misproportioned or whatever in the way that uh i don't know sometimes you can like really miss i guess my issue is some of the characters had like like the main character's family except for the son i think like had a weird kind of an odd design and then i think other characters look better and had like a more unique look but yeah Mm. 
I thought some of the outfits were, were pretty fucking snazzy. I thought, especially the ladies had had some dope mm-hmm. threads that I would love to rock. Well, I'm uh, sorry, it's only a strange world, so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I thought the world was kind of neat. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I didn't hate it. I, and I thought the, the message was, was pretty blunt, but, uh, uh, it, it worked, whatever. <laughs> For a kid's movie, it's not bad, I'd say. Yeah. Andrew? Uh, I agree. I thought it was, um, I, I don't know what I was expecting going into it. I think, like, the, the fact that it, uh, bombed kind of colored my initial expectation of it or what i was uh i don't know hoping to see or or thinking i was gonna see and so i was expecting a very average middle movie um and it's also a it's also a rare disney movie with zero songs in it um which you don't get a ton of all the time so uh it's unique in that sense but I liked it. I thought it was a fun adventure. Um, I, you know, it's infuriating to me that this movie was not released in certain markets because there are certain markets who will not accept a LGBTQ character. Um, and just because the son happens to be gay, it is not even like a plot point that he's gay. It's not like he doesn't kiss a boy. It's just like there's not like a fight between the dad and the son because he's gay. There's no conflict that he's gay. It's just that he happens to be gay. And there are markets of the world that will not accept that. And that is it feels like so like it feels like something you'd run up against in like the fucking 60s or something. But like, you know, I I guess like, uh, you know, opinions on that have have changed radically here from not that long ago. Um, but it's just, it's weird to me that that was a consideration that they just like some markets wouldn't accept it, but whatever. Yeah. And I, especially since it seems like the first time in a litany of our first gay character in a movie, which they've done like a lot of times now. Yes. And those have always been background one and a half second, uh, easily edited out kind of moments. Yeah. You could argue that you could have cut out the stuff about the son in this one, but the son is just like you said, he's just gay when he's, he first meets up with like some friends of his and they're both giving each other looks like, Oh, he's got a crush on this guy. Uh-huh. Like, Oh, look at, look at him. He's stumbling over his words. It's very cute. There's nothing like offensive. No one's like, <laughs> no one's like going crazy or anything. It's a freaking Disney movie. And I was so happy also that, that it wasn't using like you, like you said, in a negative way where I was like, he's going to meet his grandpa. And when his grandpa's like, what he said, like, what, what, who's the girl, who's the lucky lady you're trying to brush? It's like, oh, his name's, you know, Zepho or whatever. And he's like, oh, I'll tell you how to help, the, you know, get this fella's attention. You do this, you do that, blah, blah, blah. And we'll give him horrible advice. He's like, you should put him in danger and save him. <laughs> um, but, but he's, but it's never like, what the weirdo? Yeah. Get off my ship. So it's like, yeah, that, his... that is refreshing in a movie. So it's extra annoying to me that, and I and I know you guys liked it more, but it's annoying to me that this bombed, that I feel like it could have been better, and that this is also the movie where they actually have a gay character that's not like, it doesn't seem like a consolation or put in the background, and then it's in a movie that just isn't going to reach people the same way, which is annoying. I don't like that. Yeah. So. I don't think this movie deserved to bomb the way it did. 
it, it's like now known for being the movie that bombed, right? The yeah. Disney movie that didn't make it. Mm-hmm. But fucking Pinocchio. They, they just put out a live action Pinocchio. Like that one should be. And that was also like straight to streaming, right? Dirt. Yeah. Like that. that's full on dog shit, right? That's like. I'm not even going to give it a chance. I'm not going to watch it. I mean, maybe it's better. You'll than be happy to know there's is, there's an actual pile of shit featured in the movie very prominently. <laughs> Pinocchio stops it? and goes like, whoa, look at this. Have you um, seen it? I've not, but I've heard I've heard so many people from podcasts talk about it and how bad it is. So I feel like I've seen it. So why didn't this one bomb? That's what I, I mean, I guess. because I mean, it, we don't, it, if, theaters, I, right? if it makes a difference, like it did actually get released, like you said, Andrew, into theaters and didn't do well. It also like I didn't see hardly any marketing for this. No I wasn't way. seeing trailers for it. I wasn't seeing Zero. ads on the side of anything. I wasn't seeing. So it really feels like they let this just allowed it to die. They, yeah, this marketing... one. I, sorry, go ahead, Max. It feels like their marketing campaign was like a bunch of articles talking about how it bombed. That's how I heard about it. Yeah, I, I think like the <clears throat> the the weird thing about this movie, um, and we can talk about it as we get more into the plot and stuff, is that it feels like, and on purpose, it feels like a pulpy like 1930s, like out of a, you know, the strange world, you know? Yeah. Look at, you know, blah, 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 blah. Just like, it feels like... Going on adventures, swinging on vines, uh, climbing yeah. mountains. It and, feels yeah. like the kind of thing that would have come about during the same time that the uh, John Carter uh, source material came out. Like, it just mm-hmm. feels like it was the... It's a thing that's in the back of a comic book, you know? And they even kind of allude to that in the... There's in like the, stories of the adventures of this family. Right, yeah. And so I thought, like, because of that, I was... I It just... It felt like a strange movie that they were having a hard time themselves knowing how to promote but like it's your fucking movie figure it out that's why you have a marketing team right that's Mm -hmm. why you are fucking disney and like you can pay people to do that is there a problem with trying to capitalize on the nostalgia of people who are like not alive anymore (laughs) maybe I just, um, yeah, I just it's weird because like I don't know who like because they didn't really as you both alluded to they didn't really market it at all, and so I don't know who the movie was intended for because like there wasn't the you know that you could see that in like a trailer you'd be like oh this is a movie that's marketed to kids or this is kind of trying to get at that as you said like a uh, a demographic that's dead or like you know too old to go want to see a kids movie, so I don't know who this movie is intended for. Yeah, I for some reason from the trailers had the assumption that it was like lost in space, kind of like I thought they were like leaving in an airship and going to like another planet. Um, And then when it was sort of revealed that they have to kind of go like down into the earth, I was like, I was like, hmm, I feel like I now have a better idea what's going on. I thought we were going to another planet. And then once they got inside, I was like, I think I know what's going on. Not necessarily a bad thing, but I sort of at the end they're like it's this actually and i was like i know i've known i know so i don't know about you guys but i just didn't think they it was, turned to was... camera and they're like can't you believe it viewer this is what it was about all the time and then you're like i knew it they're like he did at this time code yeah sorry <laughs> um i also thought it was weird and i maybe it just would have been too much of a pain to go back and and do it and maybe this is just me being weird but i thought it was odd to call the the, the magical energy pellets pando when this was arguably made during the pandemic and I've heard people put the weird cutesy spin on like pandemic and Pando and stuff that we've survived the pandemic. And I'm like, it's weird to call it and make it cute. It's also, it's also too close to Pandora. 
Like this is coming out not that hey, far ahead of. <laughs> yeah, this really probably <laughs> people weren't going to see this because they were too excited to go see Avatar after hearing Pando. Um, yeah, let's just say I didn't have uh, Limeria. What's the fucking name of the oh, Avalonia? I didn't have Avalonia Blues after I watched this. Okay, I didn't wish I was back. There. I also uh, <laughs> I I under I kind of you know after you know the finale I understand why. Um, it was not Earth, but like everything about it was they're humans, you know, like then there's no like, uh, you know, explanation of like how they get on Abalonia or whatever. Like, it's just like mm-hmm. they just are humans on a different planet with no like real like acknowledgement or explain. You know, they even call themselves humans. And it's just like a, if they were on a different planet and they what, only like have their galaxy? own history, they've never experienced anyone else. A galaxy far, far away. You can't call yourself a human. Are they humans in Star Wars, though? Or are they? Mm-hmm. Okay. They are. Okay. Asked and answered, and uh, I fucked up. And okay. I, yeah, right, that's been, it. We've been over this before. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, they have ducks in Star Wars too. <laughs> um, it's just that there are so many movies like this that are so much worse than this. That yeah somehow yeah. do better than this that's what i don't get is that it, i don't think it uh earned scorn at yeah all. it's just it's, it's it's like it's it's uncharted like like it's like a it's kind of like an adventure not searching for a treasure but it's like it's a it's Tom it's Holland, another kind of like marky mark washbuckle <laughs> yes yes with marky mark uh but but you know what i mean though like and i bet if you look that up that probably made money whereas like i'm looking at it now and it's saying 135 to 180 million and the box office was 70 yeah so it's it didn't do well and i, I would bet i bet that uncharted or any anything similar probably did hell i bet which, john which, fucking carter did which countries did it not release in like, if it was russia and china yeah you fucked yourself basically over, all right? of asia didn't it did not release in <laughs> all right well then like this movie, just mongolia this movie did great for what it was like allowed to do yeah I'm also I'm here on the wiki and the, and the marketing uh, tab is blank. That's what it looks like. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I I think like, I mean, it certainly didn't help that it came out like either the same week or a week after Black Panther. They're like in within their own company, they released a major motion picture one week, and then the next week they put out another movie. It's just like this is your own company. Like this this to me feels like. How people, um, you know, criticize Disney for having an unorganized Star Wars unit, which is, like, fair. Um, To me, like, the fact that you would release this one week after Black Panther feels like this movie was almost being put out to die. I don't know, like... it does feel like there's an executive somewhere at Disney who's like, I'm tired of us having our first gay character every movie that we put out. And so I'm going to put something out that will say this is not financially uh, accessible, yeah. like that, that this is going to fail. I'm just going to put it right before Black Panther and I'm going to, you know, make sure that it doesn't release anywhere in Asia. It doesn't release anywhere in Russia. That's happened before, too, where it's like they released when they first released like Supergirl. They were like, oh, this really shitty movie we made uh, didn't do well. Ugh guess we can't have female superheroes it's like yeah. no the movie was bad like, it's like they were can. it's like they were trying to use this as a as a reason to not and i told you so yeah 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 uh so hopefully that's not the case and if that is the case uh should i guess there are a few more people at disney to weed out 
if you want to be successful, <laughs> I think. Like, wasn't there a big problem? Didn't, uh, like, the Black Widow movie not get made for a long time because of one fucking sexist asshole? Oh, God, maybe. I mean, I have my issues with that movie, too, especially since... I don't think well, I mean it, the movie that it eventually was. We can't really sure. judge compared to what it would have been. I like would have not. I would have liked not a prequel, that. or at least not a prequel when the main character was no longer around. But that's just me. I th- yeah, but like this was planned after you know the first Thor movie or something like that. Sure. I think it was already in time. Oh no, I think yeah, getting, you're right. Get, getting shot down. She was like introduced in Iron Man two, so it's like there was there was totally a reason for there to be a movie or something about her. So yeah. Oh well. Um. I did like how alien the stuff, mm-hmm. uh, the creatures were like, it was definitely like most stuff didn't have a face. It was very like, it was very globule, like the texture and everything. Like that's always on point. I mean, that's something that just feels like you almost don't have to mention just because like it never doesn't look good. Like hair looks like hair and like stuff looks squishy and, and you know, or bright or it, it had a good aesthetic. Um, but I did kind of guess, uh, should we say what what the whole thing yeah, the movie so is? Yeah, so I would actually like to, before we get to that, because I think it's part of the yeah. point I'd like to make. Oh, good, okay. I, I liked that the there was not a, and I think there was there is a very easy uh, tact, which is that the villain of the movie could have very easily been in a in a way that, like, the villain of Up is, like, a an old adventurer, that they're, that, like, it was it could have been a very easy and i think lazy story writing thing to have the villain of the movie be the antithesis of Dennis Quaid's character uh Jaeger whatever Jaeger Clade Clade um where i think like the villain could have very easily been this other adventurer who's also been stuck down there who's Jaeger's like primary you know like uh adversary and rival through all these years and i think like having the villain end up being humanity uh kind of backwards you know not intentionally but that um it's it's a it's lucy lou for a second like a hot second but she's under a misunderstanding like she's not like i don't care and this is gonna make me rich because i was wondering i was wondering for the when the other shooter was going to drop at some point i was like who on this crew is going to be like no 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 no. we're doing this no matter what and yeah yeah. she was just coming at it from like this is our mission i'm going to see Mm -hmm. our mission to the end and not like a are you kidding me this will you know like i could make millions i have the power of pando right yeah yeah yeah. eat a bunch of it (laughs) she becomes the heart of pando um so I liked that the it wasn't a cookie cutter, you know, like, oh, it's just another adventurer or like there's this one evil person who's behind this. Mm-hmm. As it turns out, Pando is like an infection of what we find out is a turtle. <laughs> like uh, the, the, the land that they're living on is a giant turtle mm-hmm. like creature. It's almost like a Terry, like a Terry Pratchett play or something. So yeah, it's Discworld. Yeah. Um, so I thought that wasn't, I, I know you said you saw it coming at a certain point. I did too, but I think probably later than, than you, but I thought it was a, a nice reveal to see that it wasn't like one, you know, there's not like one evil creature who's, you know, like sucking all the energy out or whatever. Yeah. Like as it turns well, out, even like, the, the creatures attacking them, that's all a misunderstanding. That's like, uh, almost like cells or antibodies in the, in the turtle. So right. I, I like that. That's also, they weren't necessarily the villains either. So, yeah. Yeah, so no I fucking villains. Everyone gets a participation trophy. Uh, 
I did think it was interesting, and I would like an explanation, please, from Disney. Uh, Bob Iger, you're welcome to come on the podcast and explain this. How did uh, how did Jaeger keep refilling his uh, fuel for his uh, his flamethrower that he's? I was trying to remember if there was if I didn't if I blinked and missed something where he like got you know open you know squeezed a plant and got something out of it because mm-hmm. I was I was wondering that too and he definitely like runs out at one point where it's inconvenient and right it's like, well that you so be, he didn't run out in the previous twenty five years like this was like yeah. wow I've really been milking this thing for a while and this is when it runs out. Yeah, you can only fill it once, but it lasts for 20 years or however long you're down there. <laughs> yeah. He definitely yeah. did learn to live off of the uh, the, the animals, the, the biology that was down there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because he was, like, eating a few of them at some point. Yeah. So he probably, I mean, you could easily explain it yourself, but, yeah, the, the movie probably, I don't think it did a great job of explaining what it was. Does it need to explain what the fuel was? I don't know. but I guess uh, not, I, but it was just, like, it, it did feel funny that at a certain point he did run out so like mm-hmm. did that happen again earlier and then like how did he re- i mean i guess they had a ship so if they had fuel then they could put it in his fucking flamethrower but um yeah that's just it's a i'm it's a minor critique of the movie i yeah that's why it failed that's why oh no the fossil so fuel industry got yeah up. <laughs> <laughs> They're never gonna make another Disney movie where they don't Did you know fuel sources <laughs> as as being uh, fossil fuels. That's why Solo said did did so well because they finally explained the fuel in Star Wars. Ah. <laughs> um. Did you guys know that Alan Tudyk was this and in, in this and who he plays? Yeah. He uh, plays... I didn't, but I'll guess it. He's probably squishy or whatever. I thought that too. I did. Or splat. I, uh, right? I, or... So he's, he's like a member of the crew who mm-hmm. gets briefly. Nerfed, yeah. Who gets nerfed in like five minutes. And so I was like, Oh, he must be splat. I thought that too. Cause I was like, you know, he must do like a voice of something. Cause sure. Cause it's very I, clearly like, Hey, it's me, Alan Tudyk. He's, he's splat is, I think is credited as himself. Yes, in the credits. It's, I wouldn't be shocked if that was like, he got to actually do that voice too. Yeah. But yeah, he's the pilot, not unlike uh, in Serenity, yeah. who gets immediately like plucked out. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I see, so, I see. That was cute. That was cute. He's also the narrator at the beginning. Oh, um, I didn't realize that. And he's something else too, I forget. Oh, wait, actually, just, oh, he's actually all the voices I just checked. <laughs> <laughs> he's also the card game that they play. He's the card game? Yeah. He's, he's talented. He does a great man. job. He mocapped man. them. Candy <laughs> Circus. He just pretended to be little tiles. Wow. He's really talented. I wonder, too, like, this is, and this is something where I think, like, if it was successful, or maybe it exists actually, like, do you think they make that game? It seems like they were supposed to. I, I There was some article I saw, only the headline of, that says that game is way more in depth than even what you see in the uh, movie. So I think, yeah, they expanded They it spent out. their whole budget making the actual game inside <laughs> of it and didn't. That's what um, the marketing think- budget was on. Someone was someone at Disney was like waiting for the numbers to come in and this to do really well and like had Tomorrowland was scratched out and it was you know Strange World Land and it was everything was being rethemed to it and it didn't work. First Tomorrowland, now this. It's the two sides of Disney: one that's like really banking on this to be successful, and one that's like intentionally trying to stomp it out, sabotage it. Yeah, it's too bad because yeah. I I think like <clears throat> one I do think a part of Disneyland that is themed after this would be really fun to go to. Yeah, it'd be cool. I but, mean, they got rid of Bugs Land, but it feels like almost adjacent. Like if that still existed, they could retheme it. Into they could just that repurpose it to that. Yeah. 
But yeah, it, it does feel like, unfortunately, because this was such a uh, bomb for them. And I like, from what I understand, it's like one of the most watched things on Disney Plus ever. So like, it's doing well for their streaming. But what does that mean for them? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like I saw that stat too, and it was like <clears> the week of what it, the week it was released. It was the most. It's like everything. Everyone's at home. They've got kids. Or just like put some I mean, fucking I, on. Who cares? I honestly think they should take all of the blame away from the movie itself and fucking put it on the marketing team. Whoever was in charge of marketing this was not doing their job. I agree. And like to to actually blame the movie for this doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't it does not seem like it warrants this. And like the fact that nobody knew about it before and then they immediately uh took it out of theaters and uh once it got to Disney Plus, once people knew about it, once people had access to it, bam, they're watching it like crazy. Mm -hmm. That seems to me like the movie would have done well had they marketed it at Mm -hmm. all in any way it would have done better than it did. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I think there's a multitude of reasons why this, um, why they failed this movie. Like, I feel like this is a, I like, that's the thing is if this movie was even like, I mean, I know Robert, you don't feel as, as good about it as Max and I do. I don't think you're like negative on the movie, no, but I think I if, was, I, I'm more disappointed that it wasn't better. And it's, you know, it's, it is what it is. But but I think if it were like worse, you know, you could almost see like this is why they threw it in the, you know, in after mm-hmm. right after Black Panther. And, you know, they just weren't that confident behind it. It's a pretty good movie. Like it's <clears throat> it's not great. I wouldn't say it's like one of the oh, my God, like it's a top 10 movie for me this year. But like, I think it's really fun. I like the animations, you know, uh, the, it's very much the Encanto Disney style now, which is that sort of like little, like kind of more bulbous characters, like the noses and stuff like that. It's very rounded, but it's, you know, like it, it's good. It's fun. Like I, I wish it had been given more of a chance to succeed. Cause I do think that there is, it's a fun movie. Like the, Splat is a cute, you know, like uh, animal creature that is a, you know, fun thing for them to play around with and they could make a ton of toys of and slaps her in the zeitgeist. So they definitely they hit her home run with that one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you're right. Like Splat going to slap at the next Oscars. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. He was voiced by Will Smith. I'm just finding out. Um, (laughs) And like, yeah, like making the card game an actual card game. Like there's just so much opportunity for this movie to have had more of an impact. And it just feels like because they for someone in Disney wasn't that confident behind it and they just didn't put the kind of marketing behind it that they should have. They failed this movie more than the, you know, the, the actual movie itself failed. So Mm -hmm. it's a bummer. It's a bummer. I I thought it had good characters and I thought there were scenes with all of them where I really liked the interaction that they were having with one of their other family members usually. Yeah. I thought they did a really good job with that. And yeah, but oh well, that's another thing, right? Like, oh well, another IP isn't uh, like huge right. from Disney. Jake Gyllenhaal Who, doesn't get fuck? a sequel to this. Oh, Road no. in the pile with Treasure Planet. Oh no, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, but it is. It, it's just a shame if they come away from this with the wrong impression. Yeah, that, that it wasn't just like, hey, if you don't market a movie at all, people won't know about it on opening weekend. That's really all you can get from this, honestly. Right. There's things you could have done, keywords and stuff to to have helped people find this and and flock to it and made it more successful, especially since you bothered to release it in the theater. So you might as well put some marketing behind that. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Damn shame. Yeah. But I look forward to the first Disney movie with a gay character in the future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Any other thoughts before we head out? No. Great. Disney, do better. Do better. <laughs> but we love you. But, but Disney, we love you. <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening, everybody. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye.